the man, Courtney Smith, his sister sent a tip to my editors at The Alligator and my editors forwarded that to me. And the first step I took was establishing that this man was arrested. He was in Alachua County Jail and looking up his correctional photo, making sure he did exist. And then the next step I took was reaching out to his sister and setting up a phone call interview, asking a couple basic questions. And we got on the phone and she was talking with me about what was happening. She talked a little bit about her brother's mental health issues that he's dealt with his whole life is what she was telling me. He has anxiety issues, PTSD issues. So yeah, I got a really good feel just from that kind of preliminary reporting of what was what I was going into. I talked to the fiance of the man, the sister. I got to briefly speak with the mother of Courtney Smith. Started diving into reaching out to the Latro County spokespersons, Art 4G and Kaylee Bell. And, you know, they talked me through everything. They talked me through the internal investigation report that they completed earlier this month. And they answered all the questions I had. And then I brought those questions and all those answers. And I went back to the family, kind of cross-referenced all the information I was getting, just kind of to fill in the blanks that I was missing. And can you take me through what happened that led to this internal investigation and what the findings of this investigation was? I was sent the internal investigation on April 13th and I read through it and basically the findings were, you know, the force was justified. They determined through video camera footage in the jail that Courtney Smith was resisting officers' demands and orders as they're trying to book him or trying to get him to go through the processing, like with fingerprints, photos and stuff. They said that he was resisting officers and in order to gain control of Mr. Smith, they ended up having to tase him. They didn't say how many times they tased him, but they said they had to tase him to get control of his hands because he was not handcuffed at the time. Ultimately, it says the inmate Smith was brought under control and the force was justified within ACSO policy and procedures. Can you tell me a little bit more about the various perspectives you heard from? One perspective was from Courtney Smith's fiance. She placed a call to Meridian Health, which is a mental health institution. They deal with patients and stuff like that. So she reached out to them first. And then she said that Meridian referenced her to the non-emergency number for the Alachua County Sheriff's Office. So she did that and officers came out to her home and she said, you know, while officers arrived to the house that Courtney Smith was inside sitting on the couch and she thought they were just coming there to help him out, maybe take him to Meridian to get him, I think, a refill on his prescriptions. But then he ended up being arrested as the officers came inside because they found methamphetamine on the couch that he was sitting on. So, yeah, that perspective was really interesting because she originally was just looking for help for her fiance. She just wanted him to have treatment and be taken care of as he was going through this mental health crisis. And then the other side of it, the sister is really looking just into the alleged abuse of what's happening to her brother. She's very forward in what she thinks happened. And I'm not saying, you know, this might have happened, this might not have happened, but she's very focused on getting justice for her brother. She keeps coming back to the point where he missed his first appearance hearing because officers wanted to hide the fact that he was beaten. And she's very adamant about the fact that he was beaten while he was handcuffed and shackled at the ankles. But in the report, it doesn't mention that he was shackled or handcuffed at all. They said that they had to tase him to put handcuffs on him. So she's really adamant about the abuse part of it. And, you know, she thinks that he was hidden from the first appearance hearing 
for a reason so that the judge wouldn't see the abuse. But then in the report, it's saying that Mr. Smith was being held in the mental wing of the hospital, the mental health wing, the infirmary of the hospital for a few days to be checked out. And, you know, he did have an order for the mental health unit to come and interview him and check it, check in on him. And along with that is Shanae Jackson's perspective. She is viewing this from a larger perspective of the whole system is kind of rigged against black males, black females. And she keeps going back to the fact that there is a history of abuse within Alachua County Jail. She's looking at kind of the bigger issue. Like this isn't new. This has been happening for years and years. She wants to clean house the system. There's certain officers that she wants to be held accountable. And then there's the mother and you know, she just worried, she's just worried for her son. She just wants to make sure her son is safe. She just wants to make sure that her son is being treated fairly in prison. In the little press conference they did on Facebook, she understood that he did have methamphetamine on the couch with him. It's unclear if it was his or not, but she understands that, you know, there are procedures that officers have to follow. And if there's a law broken, then that would take precedence over the mental health issues, which is what Art Forgey told me. And she just basically wants to make sure her son is okay. And she's most concerned about his safety. What's next for Courtney Smith now that the internal investigation is complete? I'll tell you what Art Forgey told me. Now it's just up for the courts to decide. You know, he's in the system now and there's no way of going around it or getting out of it immediately. He has to go through the system. He has to, you know, go in front of the judge and they have to sentence him, I think, still. His arraignment date is set for May 2nd as of Last week, he had a $10,000 bond amount. He was checked out by a mental health unit from the jail. And, you know, they deemed that he did need to stay in the infirmary for an extra night. They allowed him to stay in the infirmary for an extra night. And then he was transferred to general population. So right now, it's kind of unclear how long he could serve for, for possession of a controlled substance. It's basically in the hands of the judge. Is there anything you learned that stood out to you, but may have not made the cut in your story? Mr. Smith called his fiance a couple days after he was arrested and he was telling them that he was choked out, choked unconscious, that he was beaten, that he was tased so many times that he had bitten down on his tongue and his tongue was swollen. And she went and saw him that day for the first time since he had been arrested. And she confirmed that she saw tase marks on his back, on his side. He had cuts all over his face. He had bite marks on his tongue, but in his correctional photo, he only had a black eye. He didn't have cuts all over his face or anything like that. It was, he had a black eye in his correctional photo. But unfortunately, we couldn't confirm, like, if he did have marks all over his body or not. Yeah, there's just no other way we could confirm that he had been, you know, choked out, choked unconscious, if he had actually bitten his tongue. And, and also, I couldn't get comment from Meridian either. I tried reaching out. What would you say is the significance or biggest takeaway from your story? Probably the biggest takeaway, I guess, kind of Shanae Jackson's perspective on this, how there are accusations of this, and there's a history of alleged abuse and officers neglecting prisoners at the Alachua County Jail. But unfortunately, there's just no way that we can confirm this stuff is happening. I mean, the only thing we can do is trust that these people that are doing these wrongdoings are being held accountable if they're being suspended even, or if they're being fired, we just don't know. That's kind of the main takeaway is we as citizens aren't going to know if these people are going to be held accountable within the jail. I mean, there's spots in prison where there's no cameras, where they can do whatever they want. I'm not saying that that's actually happening where people are doing that, but there's just no way to know what's going on inside. There's only he said, she said, really.